get momentum in one thing before you do a second or third or fourth, or at most experiment in two areas, get momentum, drop the one that's not working as well, and then evolve from there. Going after five or seven or 10 different deals that you're raising capital for is really a scattered approach. It's not gonna allow you to learn as quickly. My name is Jonathan Tuttle, the host of the Incredited Investor Podcast, and I'm the founder at Midwest Park Capital, a boutique mobile home park real estate fund, along with Revenue Sun, a leading digital marketing and fractional CMO agency, and a part of the founding team at Wowie Pop, a new Kava and mood enhancing beverage. This episode is sponsored by Prestige, the world's most exclusive social networking app. All website links are in the show notes below. In this high-level mini-series called the 100 Million Rainmaker Insights, Richard T. Wilson of the Family Office Club, which is the founder of the world's largest ultra-high net worth paid association and owner of Billionaires.com, breaks down in short high-value strategies in his 19-part mini-series on how to grow, think, and optimize to get to your first 100 million. You will not want to miss any episodes. Enjoy this mini-series. Please like, comment, and share this podcast with your friends. Thank you. Hey everyone, Richard C. Wilson here with module number 16 in the $100 million Rainmaker series. Um, this is all about how $100 million plus capital raisers get deals done. Um, this module is going to be on top capital raising mistakes. And what I've found when interviewing, um, we're doing a 100 interview series of billionaires for billionaires.com. Or when I've had 100, 100 million plus capital raisers speak on stage 10 minutes each about their insights. I found that the quickest way to share insights with others sometimes is just to avoid mistakes. Many times there are things that we are all doing that we should not be doing. And it takes us months or years of the hard way finding out that we should not have ever been doing that thing. And if we just would have known upfront, it would have saved us tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars and helped us raise millions of dollars more just by knowing what mistakes to avoid. So here's a whole bunch of them real quick, kind of rapid fire style. First of all, have the best CRMs um, and the best technology to help you move quickly. It is a mistake to be cheap on technology tools that will help you move faster and more efficiently with investors or be seen as more professional. It is short-sighted to not spend money on those things because if you value your time, they leverage your time to help you convert more investors and you get more things done every day. Um, <clears throat> it's a mistake to focus on five different niches at once if you're not already successful in one or two. Get momentum in one thing before you do a second or third or fourth, or at most experiment in two areas, get momentum, drop the one that's not working as well, and then evolve from there. Going after five or seven or 10 different deals that you're raising capital for is really a scattered approach. It's not going to allow you to learn as quickly, just like going after 12 different investor demographics. You're not going to figure out which ones are actually productive, which ones are useful, or how to even talk to one of those investors. When you're talking to 11 other types, you'll never get it super dialed in. So keep that in mind. It's a big mistake to dissipate your energy too early. Um, and it helps you get momentum by niching down early on on strategy as well as the investor type. Another thing to know is just that some of the groups that are the best at raising capital are the ones that are laser focused. And when there are when there's not a seriousness taken to raising capital and you're not focused at all on that part of the business, 
then things just may not get done very quickly. Um, I see a lot of investment partnerships and companies that wish they would make more progress in raising capital, but they have two investment partners looking at deals all the time and a third one that helps manage maybe bank financing and underwriting, but nobody is really full-time focused on raising capital. And if you run an investment company and you don't have capital raised for investments, then you don't have much of a company. You really have ideas with no money behind it. So that's a big mistake I see quite often is that they don't, a lot of people raising capital don't really invest the necessary resources of their own time, a partner focused on this, um, or the energy that's needed to really raise a lot of capital. Um, another big mistake is not stair-stepping up your investment levels. I see people who have never raised capital before saying they want to raise a billion dollars for a solar project in the Caribbean. It's like you're never going to get that deal done. Michael Jordan, being one of the most talented athletes ever with the deepest work ethic of any athlete that's ever played any sport, it seems, could not go from playing professional basketball straight into professional baseball, even though he wanted to and focused only on that for a while. So what makes you think you can raise a million dollars and then go raise a billion dollar deal or never raise capital before and work on a billion dollar deal? Huge mistake. Also, launching your first fund and trying to raise a $500 million, $200 million fund, unless you have a crazy background pedigree like Steve Schwarzman had when he started Blackstone, then that's not happening either, probably. You should probably start with a $5 or $10 million fund and then go to a $20 million, $30 million fund and then go to a $50, $70 million fund and then up from there. More power to you if you can come out of the gates from a standstill and knock out a $250 million fund. That is simply amazing. Most people can't, most people don't, and they fail. So stair step up your size of investors, your size of funds, your size of deals, and don't make your life harder than it needs to be. People would rather invest with you on fund four, now raising a $200 million fund, than you have your fund one open, trying to raise 200 million for the next five years, and it's still called fund number one, and you may never get it fully raised. People like to see momentum. They'd rather see you fill a smaller fund than another fund than another fund than another fund and see how those different vintages uh, performed over time. That's really important. Um, avoid bad partners. Big mistakes are made. Just having the wrong partner, focusing on the wrong niche. That comes up over and over again. Um, and then make sure that you pay attention to the three trust curves and don't ignore those on doing deals with people that trust you already, know your industry already, or can visit the asset that you're looking to buy or acquire locally. That will help build trust a lot faster. When you ignore the three trust curves, money gets wasted, time gets wasted, and you don't close the investors nearly as often. Um, those are some of the most common mistakes. Uh, other small ones, people rushing around, not putting things together in a professional way, not using a professional email address, not having a professional pitch deck or one pager or visuals on their investment having average deal structures, um, average type deals, daisy chain type deals that are not really unique or their own deal. They're not even direct to the deal. It's just some LinkedIn sourced deal. Um, going after foreign deals, which are really risky looking to most investors or things which are obscure, complicated, confusing, and your investors can't understand. Those are all very common mistakes for beginner capital raisers. Um, thinking that high returns are going to have people come in, thinking you need to run around at a conference and shake everyone's hand and try to sell them the best deal they've ever heard of. That just screams amateur hour and you don't know what you're doing. Um, I hope some of these mistakes help a lot of you in raising capital. Um, don't mean to offend anyone if you're doing any of these things. I'm just trying to make this as helpful of a video as possible. The next module in this series is going to be on becoming institutional quality. 
After that, we're going to talk about um, our insights from our $100 million plus Rainmaker uh, or Capital Con event series. Um, and then we're going to have a summary video to close out. So if you've been watching this time, I hope you enjoy the last few modules here um, in the $100 million Rainmaker series. Thank you. Hey, it's Jonathan. I get exclusive access to great investment deals, opportunities from my community, my network, and just for my loyal listeners, we'll give you first access. Go to accreditedinvestorpodcast.com and sign up for the email list. Also, join the Accredited Investor Podcast Patreon group, where we give you additional exclusive interviews, monthly private group calls, and networking with others in this community. Check out Accredited Investor Podcast on Patreon. Finally, I get a lot of people asking me for to help them one-on-one. Yes, I can, but it's very limited. Go to revenueascend.com slash consulting for any real estate investing exclusive access. Go to midwestparkcapital.com. All links are included below. Please like, comment, and share this podcast with other friends. Thanks for listening.